man, that is terrible. Oh, there he is. There he is, yeah. Hey, hey, ho, hey, hey. All right. Let's yeah. get the party started. Finally, let's, let's do started. it. Love Brandon the in the house. Poster, Brandon in the house. Flicks, snacks in the house. Yeah. What is going on, guys? Hey, hey. So glad to have you on, man. How are you? Yeah, man. Good, man. Thanks for having me here. It's Absolutely. an honor. Are you a Predator fan? Uh, I'm a poser. You know, this I just uh, put it up there because I'm trying to be the cool guy, you know. Nah, I have yeah. a couple of those. I have a couple of those up on the walls, too. Um, don't don't mind the Predator versus Alien shelf either up there. That's all <laughs> fake. Actually, uh, this whole background is green screen. <laughs> not even real. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, I love right. Predator, man. Well, we got That's Samurai. Too, uh, he's from the movie dojo, right? And and that fat Samurai guy. And oh, yeah. He's got an oh, awesome yeah. channel. He, you do a lot of reviews. Uh, you do a lot of Versus series, which are my personal favorite. I like to uh, chime in and get in on those live discussions. Yeah, man. I'd love to have you on in the future. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and we got Brandon from the Box Office Banter. Box Office Banter. They do reviews, and they also have uh, my favorite series they do is uh, Monday Mayhem. Where they oh, just kind of yeah. get together and shoot the shit and have a good not, time. Yeah, not for the faint of heart. That's no, sure. no. Yeah, it's for, uh, not forget safe about for work, right? <laughs> forget about yeah. my background. Brandon's got the background there. Yes, just, man, that's the collection back there. Look at <laughs> yeah, a lot of it was literally just like, dude, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna go all out. Just fucking started buying shit. Like I wanted all this stuff, but at the end of the day, I could never put my money towards it. But once I figured out I was doing the YouTube channel and I had like the thousands of movies, I was like, now let's start buying the figures and everything. Yeah. So it's just appealing to look at. Looks awesome, yeah. my friend. Awesome. Appreciate that, man. Oh, okay. We got the introductions out of the way. I guess uh, we're going to start on the movie. So the topic is a little bit broad today. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to title it. It's going to be a job. But the best way I can describe it is like martial arts and action movies uh, that are underrated or underappreciated that even if they don't involve martial arts will appeal to that crowd. That's kind of the, the theme we've got here. Uh, yeah, martial arts and action, both. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I guess let's kick it off with Brandon. I know he has an honorable mention. Uh, he had a tough time choosing number five. So let's go ahead and get the honorable mention out of the way, Brandon. All right, uh, real quick before I jump into this, how are y'all want to do the top five? Y'all want to like ping around like my five, your five, his five, and just like go like that? Like, yeah, I was thinking we could do like uh, you, Brandon, then Samurai, then me, and just kind of keep it going that way. Okay, sure. And do y'all have honorable mentions or you just want me to do six and then my five? Yeah, do six and your five. I have a whole yeah, list, I have a whole okay. list, but I'm gonna screw, I'm gonna go through them like. Really cool. All right. Yeah. All right. This was a toss up for me, but in the end, a certain reason is why I kind of left his honorable mention, and that remains to be seen. But uh, only the strong, Mark DeCoscos. Uh, this one is really unique, mainly because I mean, yeah. how many movies like Capoeira are like put on mainstream front street like this and kill it? It sucks what happened with Double Dragon. It kind of ruined like the steam on this movie. But Mark DeCosco's dude, so underrated. You really should have took off in that era. And this one, man, it got hated on by a lot of people in Rotten Tomatoes, but it's really a fun time. Just and it's truly unique because you would have expected them to kind of jump into more movies like this. I mean, you had fucking Eddie Gordo on Tekken for Christ's <laughs> sakes doing the same kind of moves but just now going back and looking at it, i think it's aged really well if that's kind of your niche those kind of action movies and martial arts movies of that era and it's just it's an overall fun time dude just watching 
what could have been with Mark DeCoscos because he's got so many that are underrated and it's good to see him kind of get some fame again here with like John Wick 3. He was great in that as the bad guy. Yeah, yeah he's only, always great. He's fantastic. Yeah, 100% Derek. And then uh, my actual number five is Marantau with Iko Ooh. Uai. Yeah. So you, yeah, however you want to pronounce his name. I'm a huge fan, but to this day, I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. I just feel like this one just gets overlooked because him and Evans had collaborated and the guy that plays Mad Dog in the raid, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Yeah, All those dudes, yeah. Something some like that, you might be right. I'm not putting it past you. But the yes. thing is, is uh, when the Raid movies came out, it took a while for me to even get people on them and the world to recognize them. But everybody did to the point where they were like, this is the starting point. Let's watch everything after that. Then Marantel kind of got lost in the shuffle. It's almost got like an Ongbok feel of like a warrior on this journey. And it's just, you know, even more is like the Raid's more violent, super violent with the kills, the fucking fight moves, the bone breaking. Marantau has got all that, but it's a little more classic martial arts, you know, where there's like more honor in it. And it's got a beautiful story, man. It takes a while for the action to get going. But once it does, dude, it's in the same vein as the Raid. And even people that are huge fans of the Raid have like overlooked this movie. Marantau has got to be on here for me. I think you're exactly right with them getting overshadowed uh, by the raid. Yeah. And like you said, Ongbok got overshadowed kind of by the protector and some of those that came a little bit after oh, it, you know, yeah. you know, sometimes yeah. you got to dig a little deeper and go back to those uh, gems that kind of influence the ones that are, you know, that you like now. So yeah, you're go exactly back to right. the roots, bro. Yes. And some of those, some of those movies are the best movies ever. I mean, Oh really, yeah. Really oh yeah. But anyway. All right, Samurai, what's your number five? All right. So I'm going to, I got some honorable mentions here. I'm going right, to scroll through them really quick. And if they're on your guys' list, I'm sorry. You guys will have a chance to talk about it in detail. I'm just going to say oh, the yeah. name. All right, here we go. So we're good. <laughs> Underrated movies. Underrated. Upgrade. Ooh. Welcome to the Punch. Free Fire. Shoot them up. It's a crime. Shoot them up does not get more love. It is, it is a travesty, my friend. Okay? <laughs> All right. Blind story. Fury. Blind Fury or Rudger Hauer. Rapid Fire, Brandon Lee. Love that one. Demolition Man, believe it or not, is underrated. That's a great the Rundown, The Long Kiss Goodnight, The Last Boy Scout, Showdown in Little Tokyo, The oh, Hunted, yeah. both of them. Yeah. Not connected, but the Tommy Lee Jones chase, mm -hmm. you know, knife fighting one. And the yes, the Christopher Lambert, Ninja on the motherfucking train, killing everybody one. Hell both yeah, of those. Man. All right. Tears of the Sun, Wanted. Mm -hmm. The Way of the Gun, Tango and Cash, oh, yeah. and Red Sun. I don't know if you wow. guys have you heard of Red Sun. I actually haven't seen Red Sun. That was one of the couple no. I didn't Dude. notice. Exactly. One of the couple I hadn't heard of. Dude, Red Sun blew my mind. I had no idea that existed. And Red Sun is, it's a Western, spaghetti Western, but it's Ooh. Charles Bronson, bro, the oh, legend. Yeah. I love teaming spaghetti up, Westerns. Teaming up with Toshiro Minfune. Okay. Wait a minute. In there. No way. Dude. That's yes. fantastic. That's <laughs> that like your fucking Jimbo and... It's fucking dope. And they fight. They fight each other, and then they team up later. It's great. That's fantastic. See, it's fucking great. Red Sun. So got I'm Bronson, so that's just like a cool name then, Red Sun. I didn't yeah. know if you were meant like the sun is no longer yellow, it's red, or you meant like there's this boy that's solid red. I didn't know where that was going. And it ended the up being red spaghetti. Sun. Yeah, it's yeah. completely just red sun. Yeah, yeah but yeah, no it's spaghetti fucking western. Neither of those. I love All right, spaghetti no. yeah, awesome. My number five, it's yeah. kind of coming out of left field. It's kind of coming out of left field, all right? 
Black Dog. That's right. Starring so, yeah. the late, great Patrick Swayze. Now, the only thing that's really holding this movie back is it kind of has, it's a smaller budget movie and it kind of has the action TNT movie of the week feel to it. No doubt. You know, <laughs> uh, but it's Patrick Swayze, last great action flick, in my opinion, uh, you know, before he unfortunately passed away. And uh, it's got badass, real, no CGI up in here, son. Trucks, cars, explosions, stunts, semis flipping. All right, what? We got semis corkscrewing. What? Yeah. So it's a good time, and it doesn't get a lot of love because, uh, you know, it's a, kind of a smaller uh, niche movie. But it's it's good, and it's great to see. Uh, I, I miss Patrick Swayze, man. <laughs> And it's, I just watched Black Dog uh, a couple of weeks back, and I was like, you know what? This is a kick-ass movie. But yeah, real truck stunts, car stunts, Black Dog's my first pick. That's awesome. That's I need to watch pick. that again, to be honest with you. It's been like since it came out, and I barely remember it. So you might have just put me on to something. Because oh, nice. I haven't even thought about it like maybe like a year ago. I was like, I should probably watch that again. And then another yeah. year has went by, and then you bring it up, and I'm like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> now it's time. Yeah, Meatloaf yeah. is really over the top in the movie, but it's fine. It, the cheese is the charm. Oh, that. I forgot he was even in but, uh, that. He's got. He has to be over the top, though. Yeah. He has oh to be. God. That's him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Flicks. What's All your right, man? Okay, so my number five goes to a recent movie that I don't think a lot of people have seen. I, I know you've seen it, Samurai. It's uh, called Hydra, mm. and it's on uh, the Amazon Prime channel, Haya, uh, which, which is where oh, I yeah. saw it. Um, but it's from 2019 or yeah 2019 it's a japanese movie and it's a it does a really good job of kind of building up the suspense to the action you know it doesn't throw you right in uh it kind of throws in some story and some suspense and it doesn't ever drag or get slow in my opinion but the, there's really only two good fight scenes uh in the movie but when they hit it's like Man. raid level stairway you know in what is it the protector or ongbok one of those two where, uh, you know, it's just that it's, it's up there with those. It's so good with just the choreography and the uh, the impact, you know, the sound design. It just was a really good movie. And if you haven't checked it out, I think High is only like $2.99 a month or something. Mm -hmm. You probably get like seven days free. And this is one of those movies on that channel that I think would be worth just to sign up for to see. Because they come out with a lot of these little gems. And there was two or three that I wanted to include on the list from High but I think Hydra is the best one. Uh, and so that's nice. the one I picked. Uh, underrated little gem. Uh, not very many reviews on IMDb, but most of them are really good. So Hydra, 2019, number five. Yeah, definitely the, the fight choreography in that, in that, in that the, the main fight. Yeah. The, the first time I saw it, this is what I did. This was my reaction. I was like, like, because I was like, yo, this is the way they're moving and this style of fight choreography. This is different. Yes. This is very new. I like this. So hopefully they, you know, that stunt crew keeps doing what they're doing. But yeah. And very fast, but very hard hitting too. Yeah. 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 Brandon. Yeah. It's limitless what they do with this kind of stuff, man. Jesus. Uh, number four for me is going to be a Steven Seagal film. Yeah. Okay. Marked for death. And the nice. main reason I got to do this is because Mark for Death is my favorite. And it's not necessarily his most popular. And also because maybe Steven Seagal is a bit of a piece of shit in real life. <laughs> but 
for the love of God, we know enough of that by now. Let at least somebody shed a positive light on him for a change. His like first five or six movies, man, are endless fucking dumb, turn your brain off, fun entertainment. And a couple of them are even a little more than that. Like Seagal had it like that back in the day, dude. And the problem is like, there's so much of the younger generation, since you don't even hear like just even a speck of good about them. They, you know, go to Walmart. They're like, I heard this guy's a real piece of shit. Like, let me check out this movie. And they're like, good God, this guy's movies suck. At least Van Damme has had somewhat of like a comeback where people like him and respect him. And they can look back on his older movies because they're going in with like, you know, like a happy mindset. Like, yeah, let me check out this stuff and I'll dive a little deeper. So goal, they're already going into it like mad. And they're like, let me just see what's in the bargain bin real quick. And you get what you get when you go there. But there's so many like of the younger generation that don't even know the quality of this guy's movies because we've almost tried to like blacklist him. We did that with Van Damme, but he's had the resurgence. So goal right or wrong has not but at least somebody's got to shed some light on these top tier action movies he had in the early 90s and one of his best ones and i think personally his best in terms of like fighting everything he does with like screw face the twist at the end i don't want to <laughs> give that away because so many fucking people have not seen this movie of the yeah. new generation but it's cool dude the samurai fight i mean you got that in your name i mean it's just it's off the fucking wall his one-liners are fucking kicking ass in that movie especially Mark for Death is dope, and Steven Seagal is fucking dope, dude. I got news for you. In his prime, you couldn't fuck with this dude. And no, no, like I agree. Right. Seven I, movies he fell off, but let's yeah. give Steven Seagal his flowers just this once. Mark for yeah. Death's going to be up my number four. Oh, no, I'm Mark a big for... MMA UFC fan, uh, but I think oh, yeah. a big uh, fall for him was the kind of resurgence of that sport. Uh, I think they yeah. started to discredit a lot of the things he could actually do. The and, keto. Uh, yeah, and it took away the fighting aspect of his movies and made them strictly about his acting, which yeah. isn't the best. <laughs> no. but, but Jean-Claude, like you said, he can back up the martial arts aspects of it. So I think that's kind of why he was able to make that comeback. But great yeah. point and great movie. And, too. Yeah. Okay, and, all right, uh, Samurai. What's no, Mark, yeah, Mark for Death was okay. Mark for Death is a great pick. And yes, what I love yeah. about Mark for Death is it straight went like right in the third act, they straight went vigilante. Oh, yeah. They said, fuck it. We go into another country. We're fucking everybody up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was great. Fuck that was everyone. awesome. But, yeah, you're right about uh, about Van Damme and the whole uh, – uh, he had a, he had a kind of a better comeback. And Seagal has not yet. I mean, Universal Soldier Regeneration is fucking amazing. So is Day Reckoning. Yeah. yeah. Like, you yeah. Know? Well, I've seen them all, dude. Huge yeah. Van Damme. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I knew Brandon was. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so for me – uh number four again going left field out of nowhere here ray liotas yeah i said ray liota i said ray liota that's right oh man <laughs> good fellas man, wise guys oh, man, yeah some shit <laughs> no escape yes there you go if you've not seen no escape check out no escape all right so no escape it's kind of sad because this is one of those movies where the studio was right and the and the, the creator was right. So the creator didn't he wanted to grab someone to put them in an element they're not used to, which is Ray Liotta being an, being an action hero. He, he wanted somebody different. He didn't want an action hero to play this part. So that's why he really wanted Ray Liotta and it actually works for the movie because his character's a soldier, that's it. His character is not a spinning roundhouse kick guy. <laughs> the studio said no 
This is going to ruin us. We want Van Damme. And unfortunately, the movie bombed really bad. So unfortunately, the studio was kind of right because marketing ability, Van Damme would have brought more eyes to No Escape. But in terms of the filmmaker aspect, the, the, the creator one was correct too because it worked for the story they were trying to tell. So this, just really quick. So Ray Liotta, it's in the future. Ray Liotta, he's in the military. He ends up shooting and killing his commander. Just walks straight up to him, shoots him in the head, right? I'm not going to ruin why. You got to watch the movie. <laughs> I'm not going to ruin yeah. why, but that gets revealed later. He gets sent to this maximum security prison, but it's on an island, okay? The prison of all these inmates for life. There's no escape on this island. And if they try to escape, they'll blow up and all that kind of stuff, right? But it, it kind of, it's kind of fucked up because there's no guards. There's nothing. It's just, here you go. Try to survive. We don't really give a shit. Once in a while, we'll come by and maybe drop some food for you guys. And that's it. So all these inmates have formed groups on there. So you have different facts of groups of inmates that basically fight. And it's like a fucking war movie on this island and it's fucking great dude so ray liotta gets sent there right and this movie has a great villain lance hendrickson's in this film ray oh, liotta yeah. gets sent there and he basically kind of teams up with the kind of the peaceful inmates like they just don't want to they just want to survive and live the rest of their life in peace but then you got these invader inmates that want what they have so it's a straight war movie later bro and it's great <laughs> but unfortunately it bombed <laughs> And unfortunately, the reviews weren't even good. And there's not even a... This movie's been out since 1994, I believe. Okay. And there's still no official Blu-ray release of this. I hate you can barely shit. find yeah. it on DVD. So yeah, if you have an all-region nice. player, there is a Canadian release of it with a different title called Escape from Absalom, which is the one I have because I have an all-region Blu-ray player. Me too. You can get that. But other than that, dude, there's no... no yeah mainstream release but yeah check out the trailer it's it's fucking cool man you want it come and get it Dude, no escape son <laughs> i think that's I've one of the few that. on your list i hadn't seen yet uh i think you have see I, I i'm definitely interested in it especially after like, that that sounds amazing as he was saying it i immediately thought of like the <laughs> condemned with stone cold steve austin <laughs> and then i started like the way he's explaining this it sounds like a forgotten movie from my childhood like it's starting you to like resurface that's possible too that i saw yeah. a lot of those movies back on in the like day that I fx yeah. or something tnt yeah. one night and i just was like oh yeah it's all right and then the i haven't seen it since i was yeah it's a fun seven. it's a fun time <laughs> all right man Okay, I guess I'm going to jump into my number four, which I guess I, I could cheat. If anyone is viewing from South Korea, they're going to think I cheated because this is most popular movies of all time over okay. there. Okay. And it, it's getting more popular over here, but it still hasn't gotten the effect it deserves, in my opinion. So it fits the criteria, and that's The Man from Nowhere oh, from yeah, 2010. And I know a lot of people like you guys have probably seen that, but you know, a lot of just the mainstream people, and even my family, people I know, never heard of it still don't have any yeah. idea it's still foreign Isn't that to them. frustrating it's so frustrating but what <laughs> a great like, movie y'all are missing out i oh my gosh and i try so hard some people can't get past the subtitles and then you have to go into bad <laughs> dubbing and they, but anyway this the man I from can't nowhere. read while i'm also trying to see things <laughs> exactly <laughs> it sounded just like my dad no struggle <laughs> but it's a great movie it's john wick before john wick you know, it, I mean, it's almost the exact same premise, but maybe with you could even say a little bit more at stake. You know, it, it wasn't a puppy. It, you know, it's a little girl. 
and it's not you know some little, like i said not some little puppy that got killed kind of brings him out of retirement it's this whole underground situation going on uh that this man was unaware of that he starts to infiltrate and uh but anyway it's just it's got real john wick vibes you can tell that john wick uh took influence from it and you know they obviously did up with some of the action in the john wick movies uh so don't expect maybe some of the the hard hits that you get you know, the constant hard hitting like you get in that movie but if you like john wick you will for sure like this maybe even possibly more and uh i like it a little bit more but they're both great it's uh, a classic but it, obviously if i'm picking underrated i can't pick john wick because everyone here has seen that yeah. so i'll go with the man from nowhere and uh yeah great pick. like you said classic classic it'll go down yeah. in history i think at some point i think there was a bollywood remake of that and i said i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna bother <laughs> i kind of really want to see it <laughs> I kind of really, really want to see that. Yeah, just see how bad it can get. Cars hitting him, just bouncing off and stuff. <laughs> You're like I was booty like, tag. Oh, no. Just yes. smacking bullets. <laughs> I forgot the name of it though, but yeah, check it. Look it up if you're curious. No, I somewhere. am now. I will after this. Yeah, I will for sure. All yeah. right, Brandon. What no do you doubt. got? Um, my number three is going to be a Jackie Chan movie, but one oh, I don't shit. think is talked about nearly enough. I had plenty of these to choose from from you know his earlier career. Exactly. He's got a lot of those scene. from earlier that yeah. nobody knows of. That great. Oh, dude. I just got the My Lucky Stars trilogy. Nice. That's not even one of them. Um, the Fearless Hyena, man. This is one of my favorite Jackie Chan movies. And this yes. one is not like, you know, even like some of the diehard people like don't know about the Fearless Hyena. They'll think like Drunken Master, or, you know, something along those lines. Fearless Hyena, at least if you get it in the dub version, which I honestly, like we were just talking about that, like I like to read subtitles, but oddly enough, I like to watch this dub because I've been watching it my whole life and I had the dub version mm -hmm. and how horrible it is with the dialogue makes it almost enjoyable in a weird way. And I'm just like, when they start speaking Chinese or whatever, like during it, I'm just like, this just ain't right. I'm used to this corny dialogue when I watch this shit. And it, as goofy as it is, I think it has some of Jackie Chan's like best fight scenes. There's a really, really like really good scene at the end where he is showing like his like speed and skill set on like just it's at full tilt. Like, I mean, you see Jackie Chan, a lot of people see his like American releases, even movies like Mr. Nice Guy and stuff like that beyond Rush Hour. But if you go back to like his late 70s, early 80s stuff before he basically broke every bone in his fucking body like this, you really see how fast he was. Mm -hmm. There's a scene in this where these guys are just fucking swinging these blades at him. There's three of them at once swinging these blades at him and it's going a mile a minute and he's like doing somersaults in between them like putting his hands down like in a like he's doing a crab walk and he's like jumping up and down and he's like doing somersaults through these guys and the scene goes on for what feels like like five six seven minutes of him just dodging these people until it almost seems like they're wore down and then he just kicks their fucking ass and then that do all that in like one take too it looked like Crazy. it. Like, it's just like, it's unreal. Like, I always liked that scene, but I was more of like the hand-to-hand -hand combat guy, obviously, like with me. But like, when you see that scene and you're older and you can really appreciate it, and you're just like, the fucking timing here. Like, how many times, like, you see those outtakes, you didn't have those back in the day. Like, he didn't always have outtakes at the end of his movies, like the early, early 80s, late 70s. And this one, no outtakes, just ends. It plays a weird, you know, like Japanese song and just cuts to black, basically. So you didn't see, like, if he got smacked in the face, all this different shit, but there's no way he didn't. And if he, I wouldn't put it past him. Like, maybe he didn't, because he is just 
it makes no sense like how agile and quick he is to like pull this off like the timing is impeccable watch the fearless hyena especially if you can get past like the goofy shit because it's goofy goofy even for jackie chan but the fight scenes and the story and the emotion his grandpa in the movie is played by shu shane if you're a bruce lee fan from uh the big boss which i never even noticed as a kid but now that i'm older i'm like holy fucking shit that's just, that's shu shane <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like he's just got like the gray and all that on so i never noticed but like there, there's a really sad scene with him it's just a powerful movie if you can get past that goofiness but yeah it's one of his best i think all around classic that's a great no doubt so number three for me uh keeping it to cascos oh brandon brought up a good one earlier oh yeah i'm gonna bring up drive that is a great one drive man i remember the old going to the old video day video store days blockbuster video wow what a difference and i went there and i was just bored looking for something and i saw the cover and i was like hey it's mark cascos i know that guy Hey, it's Kadeem Hardison. I know that guy. And the cover looked fucking atrocious. I don't know if you've seen the original <laughs> cover for Drive. Oh, it's yeah. Terrible, man. It like I, all yeah. orange. There, you can't see, you can't really tell anything that's going on. There's some faces faded that look like ghosts at the top yeah. or something. The, like one, the one I saw, they were like on top of a car with no background. And, it, and, and then and there was the, they had like, faces holding the guns. They were like, yeah. <laughs> like it looked really. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> this is like another poster. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, okay, even that worse. fucking terrible. <laughs> I have to rent it just to see how bad it is. I can laugh at it, right? I it. took it home. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be garbage. Sat around with my friends. I was like, dude, you, you all ready to laugh? This is fucking hilarious. This is going to be trash. Let's, let's, let's have some fun and watch it. And uh, it does have its goofy moments <laughs> and comedic moments. However, by the time I got to the end, I was like, where the fuck did this hong kong style legit fight choreography come from yeah it's got like, some awesome fights it has what awesome the fights. fuck dude yeah. like uh, that blew it blew us away we were actually invested by the end oh, especially yeah. you know because he's he's enhanced and he's trying to get away from his creator and the creator sends a more enhanced you know person after him and they have like a fight at the end and it's just like i was like dude this is legit like badass like no where, doubt man where did this come from yes and and that and that taught me that day that taught me never judge a book by its cover or don't movie. doubt mark <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah drive is legit he puts i mean come on they they have a what was that do you remember the scene i'm talking about brandon where the bad guys have a is it cattle prods no they have these um uh, electric sticks where they uh, dude i'm so bad shock at that. You, the shock sticks yeah they i know what you're you. talking about when i was i was trying to think of the exact name of the weapons that were swinging yeah. at jackie chan feels hyena i always blank <laughs> i'm terrible I, too whenever you're done dude i got a funny thing to show real quick i don't know if you're gonna be able to sure. see it on my phone but look at this shit dude i don't know if you can see that oh okay there it is. That's, that's the drive. <laughs> it's arriving it. today at 10 p.m. I'm oh, literally sweet. getting drive yes, on yes, Blu-ray yes, today. Yes. It just happened yeah. to map out that way. I didn't reveal that. Nice. I, was, I was trying to get the Blu-ray of it for a long time, and NVD finally like released it. So I was like, I'm, I'm getting this. And it just so happened he was like, yeah, dude, drive will probably be yeah. on there. And I'm like, dude, I'm about to pull this up. I'm literally getting that. In the, it might be in my <laughs> mailbox right now. Nice. So that nice. is fucking weird as I, didn't, I didn't even know stunned. that he didn't tell me he's like i got stories <laughs> <You know? laughs> i'm yeah, stunned strange. it's even on blu-ray i'm so happy dude mvd so yes. some good i may pick that up yeah. i really might go pick that one up 
but there's they have these would. uh back to the action sequence they have these uh yeah. shock the shock sticks where they're trying to mm-hmm. tase him and shit and so he doesn't want to get electrocuted so he grabs his he puts his hands in these in boots and it looks hilarious because he has boots on his hands, but he has this whole yes. fight scene. But you remember stuff. They were trying to be creative. Oh, right? yeah. But the action at the end, dude, the action throughout the whole movie is very well done. And Brittany Murphy, you know, rest in peace. She's in there. Oh, doing yeah. A little comedic oh, side. Oh, my God. I almost forgot she was but in there. But, dude, the, the fight at the end, totally legit. If I was going to make a top five to Casco's movie list or top 10, Drive is there. Yeah. Easy. Oh, yeah. No All doubt, right. Man. All right. All right, let's go on. I got Azumi at number three. Mm. Uh, and it, kind of another one that uh, this one might be a little less popular in its home country than The Man from Nowhere, but it's a 2003 Japanese movie. And it, it, it suffers from a lot of the 2000s tropes that I don't like, like the really close-up camera where they, they don't think anyone should yeah. have more than half of a forehead at any given time in a shot. <laughs> the dude and, had a bad uh, hairline, man. Give yeah, me a break. The, the, hide the hairline, hide the hairline. <laughs> It's uh, and so there's things like that, and there's some cheesy moments, but overall, it's got this really good, cool story that it kind of unfolds as it goes. Uh, it has really good uh, characters. A lot of the characters are super, super cool, from the bad guy to the main character Azumi, uh, who's this uh, just this badass female warrior. And I, when I say badass, I mean just like nobody stands a chance, just slaughters people with a sword. And easy on the eyes as well. Yes, yes. And she, uh, I did a count, a kill count on that movie. She kills exactly oh, 99 people with her sword in that movie. And that so had been on I was like, give me one more. Give me one more. <laughs> but uh, no, but so th- there's a lot of action, obviously, if you've got 99 uh, kills just from the main character. Uh, but yeah, like I said, accompanied with that good story. And uh, you get past some of those kind of cheesy things that are a little outdated. It's a great watch. Uh, yeah. I still haven't seen the sequel yet, which I've heard. It's it a lot Me more either. mixed. Yeah, it it's sucks. a lot more mixed. See, you <laughs> say it sucks. Uh, Asian movie bother. enthusiast said he did enjoy it. What? Uh, so he likes it, but I don't know. All right, give it a try. If well, Eric that guy's likes just it, enthusiastic know, right? in general, right? <laughs> like if he's just enthusiastic in everything. Yeah. <laughs> like it's asian so he's gonna be enthusiastic i mean oh. if you there's some ninja scroll moments in there that you'll like if you're a fan of the anime right. i was like oh, oh shit yeah, there's yeah, like ninja cool. scroll i like that but it was it was you know compared to the first one i was disappointed but again right. you might you might get a kick out of it so why not but you could just watch the first one and be done with yeah. the series and have enjoyed yeah. it so azumi is number three you're nice. not gonna believe this. Guess what else is coming in today? Now I'm just playing. That'd be yeah. <laughs> You'd been like, what the hell is going on? Like he just like cracked our minds. Yeah. Yeah. Cause even like, even though we kind of had an idea of what was gonna happen, like still, dude, like there's no way I could have ordered that and got it in time. Like, not that's today. Crazy. Like not if today. I would have been like, yeah, every movie on this list is like on the way already. Um, <laughs> this is a huge one for me. Double Dragon. The huge, uh, no, it's funny. I literally have the poster for that right here, right now, almost within <laughs> hand's reach. Nice. Actually, hang on one second. Mortal Good. Kombat Annihilation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that. Oh, yeah, that was released by MVD Rewind. I forgot. Yeah, MV, dude, they're fucking killing it. That's what led me. I'm like, I need to get some more to Costco's. It just so happened you 
we're talking about it today because I actually like that movie. It's guilty pleasure. But uh, Dragon, a Bruce Lee story. Hey, huge Bruce Lee thing. I'm a huge Bruce Lee fan, and Dragon, a Bruce Lee story, is like perfect for me. It's not all like historically accurate. There's a few things. Hell yeah, I got a fucking Cato one over there right now too. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but dude, it's it's not perfect from the standpoint of like what actually went down in his life but it captures the essence of like who he was in so many ways and jason scott lee just i don't understand like how he just like captured bruce lee's character he doesn't even necessarily look like him but his mannerisms Mm -hmm. and everything was so fucking on point yes there's times i forget i'm not looking at like bruce at maybe a younger age and like a thicker fucking head such (laughs) a great acting performance yeah such a great acting performance and he's always good dude even in like like dumber movies like soldier of kurt russell like he's menacing i love that movie I love soldier. I could be oh, on yeah, the list. Climbing too. up those chains, yeah, yeah. dude. I'm like, this motherfucker's a badass. But yeah, but dragon, dude. There's so many things, especially like the. I don't even know what I'd call it. Again, blanking on the spot. I do this all the time. I have this thing where like I don't prepare, and usually that brings out like my best work. But also, I'm like, fuck, if I wrote this down. But <laughs> whatever that like, it's almost like his version of death that's coming for him. That like huge oh, shredder. Yeah, the base that's what he looks like, like Shredder. He's got that huge thing, which, oh, my God, if y'all can answer this, is actually what they're swinging at Jackie Chan and the Fearless Hyena, that big thing he was holding. With I, the think, long... I think it's called a halberd. Yeah, we'll think. call it that. <laughs> it, that might be it. I don't, don't know. Don't believe but, me, though. Yeah, but the, when he's swinging that, it's almost like a horror vibe. Like, there's yeah. like a lot of scary music, and there's, yeah. like, fog he's coming out of. And that end scene where, like, Brandon's, like, at a distance – and he's like running up and like Brandon's screaming for his dad and he's like choking him out with the nunchucks. He's like, Brandon, run. Like that gets me so hard because he's like fighting off his death. And it's almost like he's fighting off Brandon's death because death is coming for Brandon too. That shit eats me alive. And that last line where like Linda Lee or the girl that plays her in the movie, which is actually uh, Mary Swanson from fucking Dumb and Dumber of all people. <laughs> like Lauren Holly. <laughs> Yeah, there it is. She's yeah. over there. Like, she's just like, a lot of people like to speculate on how Bruce died. I like to think of how he lived. Hey. Man, it gets me every fucking Great time, line. dude. Yeah. And the action yeah. in that movie is actually pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for Jason not being a martial artist. Yeah, people forget exactly, about that. Dude. It's exactly. very surprising. Yeah. You got to take that in consideration. I absolutely love this movie. Dragon. Bruce great Lee's pick. story. That's a great movie. No doubt. All-timer for me. Now, is that the one that he has the, the the they're in the basketball gym? Yeah. Okay. He gets that, that's fight the with that stands on the out to me. He just shows up those guys that are being, you know, they're yeah, being dude, racist. He's over there working out, and the dude's just like, get up. Like, they're all making fun of him because it was race. Yeah. Now you're yeah. like, what? Like, come on, asshole. He's like, I'm no asshole. I'm Bruce Lee. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that's the one. That's the yeah. one. Great. Yeah. Like, don't touch me. Person. Don't touch yeah. me. Or what? I'll touch you back. Yes, yeah, there it is. Oh, great. Fucking love that shit. And like you said, he just captured the essence of Bruce Lee throughout that whole movie. He didn't, you were right, he didn't look like him. And, you know, people that when he got casted as that, I'm sure back then might have been like, what's going on? Oh, yeah. I've heard on. it. Like, really? But when you watch him play it, it's like you said, it's hard to imagine anyone else playing that role that good, at least. Ever that, again. I yeah, can't imagine yeah. anybody playing Bruce. I've seen some good people that even look like yes. him more and have the accent, but it's the mannerisms. Who's like, the guy that plays him in uh, the Ip Man movies uh, with uh, Donnie Oh, Yen. man, that's a, that's a whole I other topic. I almost got a He's damn. Good. He's Dude, pretty I've, good. 
I've been following him. Have you ever seen the show? He's got a show called Bruce Lee, Legend of Bruce Lee. There's three seasons. It's very like oh. cheaply made, but it's really by the book on like how his life was and the fight scenes, even though they're a little cheap, like it still like captures the essence. It's okay. And then I think that's why he got the Ip Man roles because he was nailing those. Yeah. And then like... Watching his fight scene in the fourth one, the fourth one is my least favorite, but his fight scene. That's like, like yeah. yeah, I almost get a tear in that fight scene because I watched him go through like those like low budget shows and watched him. I was like, this is the culmination of him becoming Bruce. So like, all yeah. that fucking hard work, yeah. watching him just exactly. nail it, like little things he's doing, spit, like it's just, it's yeah. perfect. But, but yeah, I, I think that I, I'm horrible with the. The, the, with names i'm terrible but that it's actor like I, think, I think it, Chang or something. i think it started with him playing the bruce lee goalie in shaolin soccer okay i think that's where it started oh, what's stupid <laughs> is like i literally got it right here i wonder if i can like see the name but you can go you can go ahead with the next one oh, all right is it me next or is it flicks is it me i think it's you number yeah two. it's you <laughs> all right two. i was trying to pull his uh, name right. up uh the guy. Oh, it's uh Danny Chan Kwok Kwan. Okay. There, there. Okay, it is. I said Danny Chang. Okay, so yeah, all... that was close. Get rid of the G close and I got it. Anyway, yeah. Sorry to interrupt <laughs> you there, Samurai. Let's go ahead. We, no, no, yeah. no, no. That's fine. We're having fun I couldn't talking see movies, it on man. the. I have it hanging up on my wall, but it's like the like cover, so like it's just high enough where I can't see the fine print. I was like, I'm usually tall enough for this shit, but I'm like, can't. <laughs> it's just out of reach. We just Google. had the height discussion the other day about how unfair it was. You're like what six foot? And I'm about a quarter of an inch away. Yeah, I'm 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 six one and a half. But oh Zach, no, so you got a good the friend of the yeah. But Zach, <laughs> a good friend of the show, was acting like I was like six five. I was like Tyler's like that's six, what it was. <laughs> yeah, I'm Rodney like the looks tall. person. Yeah, he's six three. I'm six yeah. one. So is Josh. Yeah, we're all anyway, five three. I'm tall. standing right now. Oh, that'd be some shit. <laughs> you already told me you're sitting down, so I know it's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kayfabe, Brandon. Kayfabe. I can call you out on that, man. <laughs> I know that about you. All right, let's <laughs> see here. Uh, oh, okay. So, yeah, uh, Dan, it was Danny, right? Yeah, Danny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Shaolin Soccer. Please tell me you guys have seen said. Look, I can speak in English. Please tell me yeah. you guys have seen Shaolin Soccer, right? I, have. I it's was been in a, middle school. I, I was about to say it's been a couple years. It's, been like it's three or four one of the greatest movies ever. Yeah, but he's the Bruce Lee goalie. He's the Bruce Lee goalie. In oh, is he really? Yeah, that's where it started. Oh he did my so gosh, man! Being so we're Bruce going Lee way goalie. back with Add it now. Another, that's what I'm saying. When you watch Ip Man Four, if you know the background of like him doing that, then you watch him in that low budget show, and then you see him in like Ip Man Three. Yeah. I think that's when he first like acts it out, and then the fourth yeah. one, you see him do that fight. You're like, this is the culmination of him becoming this character. Because right now, he is fucking nailing it. That's what I love about that fight scene. It's probably one of my favorite fight scenes, just for that reason. I was all like, started, all started in the goal. All That's what I'm saying. On the pitch. It's all about goals. Right? <laughs> it's all about goals. <laughs> but it's funny because I had um, I had Mark Strange. And... Uh, Mark Strange played the karate guy who fought Danny in the alleyway. Bruce yes, Lee in the yes. Four. Yeah. And it's funny because uh, we love. I mean, come on now, Donnie Yen and Scott Atkins. They're 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 amazing. Oh yeah. And that end fight was great. But a lot of people. <laughs> kind of prefer that fight in the alley as the best fight in that movie that's my it's, favorite it's part very interesting just, yeah. when you i mean just in terms of the movie itself like i'm not saying they would necessarily put on a better show in every circumstance they're better right. you know fighters or anything like that but 
I, I don't know if I could argue with that. That was probably the highlight of the entire movie for me. Was yeah. It kind of steals it. Yeah, it does. That scene it's the performance. It. And if you know the background of this guy and you've sat through episode, 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 episode to watch him like, try to get it, try to get it, try to get it. It's the cheering of like, oh, my God, we got a legit Bruce Lee here for the first time since like the fucking dragon of Bruce Lee's story. And then also the added thing of just like, wow, man, you've came along. Like, I'm happy for you as an actor right now. Yeah. That scene is my shit. You know, that was a highlight for him getting to, you know, just getting to continue with that character the, yeah. the way he, that he, he knew too. it. Yeah, yeah, he had to been like, that was the one. I did it. Like, I, I was doing it, but that that was it right there. That was Absolutely. the one. Absolutely. All right. Well, so that Having oh, sorry, Mark Strange ahead. there uh, doesn't doesn't hurt either because that guy's great. He's fantastic. Um, what's All right, so me number two. Yeah, number two. Number speaking two. of Scott Adkins. Oh yeah, Ninja Two: Shadow of a Tear, man. Yes, and it's yes. sad because I had uh, the pleasure and honor of having Isaac Florentine on my show, awesome. and a very sweet, very nice guy, and. I liked Ninja. There were some badass fights in Ninja, but something felt off about it, and I couldn't figure it out. And Isaac basically explained why. Like, you, you got to love directors when they're really honest. You know what I yes. mean? Like, they're not just like, everything I make is gold. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you can suck it. It's like, no, there are problems behind the scenes or if some movie didn't come out the way you wanted. Be oh, honest, because we respect you as a as a creator and filmmaker more if you're honest, right? Absolutely. And he not. was honest. He said he was trying to go for more of a comic book look to Ninja, and things it didn't come out the way they wanted. Almost you could like still accident watch Ninja, man. huh? I said almost like Accident Man, kind of. No. Um... Well, Accident Man's based off a of British comic book, so that's fine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, right. uh, maybe he's going for because that movie's based off a of comic book. Maybe they were going for a similar thing, even though oh, like, he was yeah. more look. It's more look aesthetic, you know. Okay, like, like the camera landings. angles and like yeah. the shot for shot, making it look like panels type of yeah. thing. And yeah, and there's something about it you. didn't work. The love interest in that was forced, kind of came out of nowhere. There's Definitely. something about I it. See that. Even Definitely. though you can watch it and enjoy the fights, especially the end duel at the end. With Scott Atkins are the main villain and the two ninjas fighting in the middle of the street. Come on now, that's great. Dope. Yes. But Ninja Two, there was just something off about Ninja. But Ninja Two, Isaac said they nailed it. And I agree. Because when I came across, I was like, oh, there's a sequel. Oh, all right, cool. The, the, the first one had was all right. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to love it, but it was okay. Ninja Two, Shadow of a Tear is like a billion times better than the first ninja man like the fight scenes are legit Dope. badass better and it, it gives you that ninja exploitation that you crave especially in the yeah. third act and you get a kane kasugi that's right son of the legendary show kasugi they mm -hmm. fight at the end and that fight came out of nowhere i didn't i thought the movie was over yeah, yeah. right. And then, bonus, and then all of a sudden you're like round. oh shit something gets revealed they're like what and then they throw down and that fight sequence was so good that when we had our, you know, if you guys, if you're bored or whatever, check out the Kung Fu Extravaganza episode we had on our channel. Hell yeah. I show, I show the, a clip of that fight and Rick Myers and everybody was there. And every, you hear people say, what movie is this? People slept now on that's, it, man. That's bad. Sleep it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Sleeping on this movie. For yeah. Sure. When we you have know, actual guests in the industry or on the show... <laughs> Yeah. And they're like, what is this movie? Right? Because they were that scream underrated. I threw in there. Yeah. And I'm just like, God damn it. And I feel sorry uh for Scott and Isaac because even though they feel like they nailed it, 
oh, I yeah. still feel like people don't didn't really give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm just yeah. like, I gotta give love to Ninja Two Shadow of a Tear, man. It's one yeah, of Scott's dude. best. Absolutely. And, and people don't talk about it. So that's my pick. Yeah, they broke out the assertive mattress on that one. That's bullshit. That movie was yeah. <laughs> I love the first one too, actually, though. It's good. I, I like the, I enjoyed it too. I did enjoy the, it. The second one I do like more. I'll definitely say it's a step above, but I do really enjoy the first one. I've actually only seen the first one a couple times. I saw the second one first for oh. some reason, and I didn't even know the first one like existed. Because for some reason, I couldn't find it. I was like, they just made Ninja Two. Where the fuck's Ninja One? And then I was like, <laughs> oh, there is a Ninja One. And I, I watched the third it. one. Yeah, dude, right? But I say that, just, there was I some say good number three, man. Yeah, them fight scenes, like, ah, man. Yeah, I love both of them, honestly. But I'll, I'll agree with you there. I don't love it as much, like that much more than you do over the first. But the second one, I think, is definitely they took what they had in the first one, they upped the ante even more. Amazing. Yeah, they kind of a lot it. of the storylines that didn't make as much sense for you know the action aspect and the comic book aspect they were going for. A lot of the yeah. force things that you were talking about aren't yeah. as forced they're more of a backstory in the second right. one it's more of an like flashback to afterthought than it is just like this ongoing like you said romance uh i actually have ninja 2 on blu-ray and i don't own ninja Sweet. 1 which i would like to but yeah. it's you know being, i, I got, kind of got into like asian movies and asian movie communities before i had seen either one and so oh, i yeah. bought and watched ninja 2 before it because like you said just always yeah. kind of heard it was the one that really kind of nailed what they were going for yeah. even you know plus so. they they kill the love interest and the kid in the beginning of the movie. So yeah, five stars. Exactly. Yeah, five out, no, of, five out of five would recommend. Yeah. I love when movies have the balls to do that. Yeah. That's you have to sometimes. Yeah. You can't do it every time, but you know, you got to sh shake it up and you know. Yeah. And plus now you're like, he's really out for blood. So you feel yep. the emotion even more. Fuck yeah. That little thing that wrap around the neck. <laughs> Dope, dude. It love. is awesome. Uh, okay. So I guess I'm going on to number two. My number two is kind of a little bit similar to my last one in that it's like female-led, uh, kind of underrated foreign uh, martial arts movie. And that's Chocolate from 2009 from yeah. Thailand. And this is not only one of my favorite martial arts movies of all time, but this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Jija uh, yeah. Yanin is fantastic in this movie. I mean, not just her martial arts skills, which I have a little story about that I'll tell at the end of this, but just her ability to play this, not just this martial arts person, this person with insane skills, but to be believable as somebody who grows up watching it on television, which is hard to believe, but she was believable doing it, uh, and was somebody with autism, which was can never be easy to play because it's oh, yeah. got to be such a difficult, you know, mindset to get yourself into because it's hard to imagine the struggles that people with autism go through, but she somehow captures it and not only makes you sympathize with her for her autism, but for her situation, but then you're also impressed with her martial arts skills. So it's just this great story. There's no doubles used. There's no wires used. Uh, every stunt you see is performed by Gija and the other people, and it's just an absolutely fantastic movie uh, that I think is criminally underrated. But the story I have is that when I was interviewing Jesse V. Johnson, uh, I guess it was a couple months ago. Yeah, uh, great interview. Thank you. Thank you. He yes. He's a, what an awesome, awesome human. I mean, I think yeah. Samurai got the chance to speak with him as well. Uh, yeah, he, he felt sorry for me. He was like, all right. <laughs> no, <laughs> he I, came I, across that's that what he This guy's been I asking just, me for like five years. Dude, and, uh, I bugged the shit out of him. What do you got to do? Too. I just bugged and bugged and bugged. And he was eventually he like, I'm going to get this out of the way. <laughs> right. But uh, 
but I interviewed him and I was asking him about Triple Threat, which is a movie he made, uh, which has the all-star dream cast. And Jesus uh, in it for, you know, about half the movie. And when I asked him about her, because I was such a big fan of chocolate, he said that they were actually going, they were in a gym where all these martial artists train, these like actor and, you know, more popular, famous martial artists go to, you know, kind of train together. And he was talking to a lot of the guys. I think uh, Scott was there, he said, and a couple of the other gentlemen that he had casted in the movie. I think Michael Bisbing was there. And uh, they started hearing, he said at first he thought it was a gunshot. And he was like, well, pow, well, pow. He's like, what is that? So he turns around and it's Jija over there kicking the bag. And he said she was doing these <laughs> cool moves and just like making it, just hitting it so hard that he's like, it felt almost magnetic towards her to approach her and ask her to be in the movie so it was just a, it was a cool story but just also to show off how unique and talented she is as a person yes. uh, and what she brings to the movie when you know oh, you yeah. know yeah and it's, exactly and i doubted it i was like what the fuck is this like when i saw the star because i didn't know anything about her or anything i was like what the fuck yeah. is chocolate what yeah. is this <laughs> and then i watched it and i'm like this is not the star is it like is this the star really all right by the end of it, I was like, holy shit, she is the female Tony Jaw. Like, I was just like, my jaw exactly, dropped. Yeah. You it's know? a great way to and, explain her. Yeah, she is. Yeah. And uh, I was uh, Silver Har Silver Harvest podcast. I was on uh, their podcast, and shout out to Therese. But I said on there, where the fuck is she? Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? Why? Right. Where is she? You know, we wanted to make more movies. I hope everything's okay. I know maybe yeah. she married and settled down and I don't it's know. It's kind of what happened from what I understand. I think Ugh. she, uh, I think when she had, Horrible. right when it. Chocolate yeah. <laughs> uh, started filming, I think she was, uh, it was either right after her first kid or right before her first kid. And it was kind of one of those situations where she just, you know, kind of chose mom life over it. But it's such a, I mean, I wouldn't say a waste because I, I think having good priorities yeah. is a great thing. But right. at the same time, I would have loved to see her in movies over these past 10 years. She could have made some awesome yeah, partial like movies. It's like we just got started, but it's all yeah. good. We're over it's here pissed. Good. Like she pulled a fucking Rick Moranis. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, also like the movie I talked about earlier, The Man from Nowhere, Juan uh, Ben. He's the same exact way. You know, he's in, what is that, Tai Guk Gi, that awesome war movie. He's in Mother, the uh, Bong Ho, uh, Bong, oh my gosh. Bong mm -hmm. Song Ho, I See, think this is, is, what this is why we need Eric, the Asian movie enthusiast. Oh my yeah. gosh, I know. All the names right he would just, everything. man. <laughs> but uh, I need to get him on sometime. He's awesome. Yeah, he'll come on. But, uh, and so, I mean, it, it, there's a lot of those, it seems like, especially in the foreign industry that make will we'll make like one good movie every 10 years and they're really big and stay popular over there. But over here, we're just like waiting, like, come on, give give us something, you know. But uh, so, yeah, Chocolate's number two, uh, a, another underrated martial arts movie and martial artist. So. Beautiful. All right. I think we're going on to Brandon. I think we're on numero uno, the big shebang. The Big Shebang. Uh, this is definitely one of my favorite movies of all time. Is it one of the best movies of all time? No fucking way. But uh, <laughs> I absolutely love it with a fucking passion. This is this guy's Rocky to me. Uh, Lionheart. Hey. Van Damme. This shit. Good, good fucking Lord. I could watch this movie endlessly. And it's just that. It's in the title. It's the fucking heart of the character how he just always is oblivious to what's coming at him because all he does is care care and care some more 
watching him go through this battle of having his brother burned and he's sitting there like he figures out his mail and he's like i gotta go and they're saying like you belong to us and he's got to flee he's got to get on a fucking boat escape that because they're trying to use him as like a slave to work under the deck swim <laughs> over to los angeles and then he gets to los angeles freezing cold and he goes up to finally see you know, his uh, sister-in-law or whatever. And she's like, I don't want your money. You should have been here. And he's just like, like, I'm always like, bitch, if you knew what he did to get here, you don't understand what you speak. And she's looking at him as the enemy. And he starts doing these underground fights. Now they are a little more bare knuckle, but there's definitely those patented like Van Damme spin kicks and shit. He doesn't ever do like the 360 spinning back kick, but he is doing it like frontwards and forwards and every fucking thing else in his arsenal. And all the fights, you know, they're fine enough, but the end fight in this movie is actually like my favorite fight of all time. And I think it's the buildup to it. Like, I think it's one of Van Damme's better fights, but it's also Attila. This guy comes out of nowhere. They fucking set it up to make it look like he's a scrub because he lets people beat up on him, and they cut the camera there, and everybody's betting on a fucking Lionheart. But really, Attila, if you keep the camera rolling after he's done giving you hope, he just breaks you in half. As fucking Joshua's trainer says, like, this guy's already bagged eight bodies. And Van yeah. Damme's going up in there with a fucking broken rib. And this is something that Van Damme's really underrated at. He's really good at getting his ass kicked. Not only because <laughs> he turns the fight around, but because he looks good doing it. Like, the way he stumbles. Like, he's... Other than Bruce Lee, I think he has, like, the best, like, vocal, like, sounds with his fat. Like, ah! Or, like, the... Ugh. Like, Ugh. just the way he... Come like, on. Yeah. Like he's well, you just, yeah, you just mentioned two completely yeah. underrated aspects of martial arts acting. Uh, yeah. How well can you get beat up and how good do you sound? Like people think, yeah. how good is your punch? How good is your kick? But yeah. Great points. Yeah. You he's get everything. patented with that shit. He's got his own like the ah, like when he drops, but he's also yeah. like, like he, the way he gets hit, the ugh, ugh, like it's just fucking, it's dope, dude. Yeah. And then when he's getting Mortal Kombat. Shit, yeah the shit kicked out of him and he's falling down bleeding to death basically and joshua's like don't let cynthia the manager do do you like she did me and you see he's been limping the whole movie and he's saying like stay down lionheart dude's gonna kill your ass and he's just got too much pride he's like we bet all the money like i have to do it and he gets up gets his ass kicked again and then basically joshua's like come on man like I, like you're gonna die like he's telling him that and he's just like he's like wrong bet like push his hand with that Ugh! And then he gets up and then people start clapping and they're like, kick the snot out. And he does that like patented spin kick. Fucking yeah, oh yeah. He's like, what the <laughs> fucking point? He's like, you, and he kicks his foot away. And it's just fucking magical. Like the way the crowd's going and you're just fucking in it, dude, too. Even kicks the one asshole, like Cynthia's like right-hand man in the fucking face. And he's just fucking teeing off <laughs> on him, dude. And by the end of it, he's just like holding him by the throat, about to like end him. And he looks over at Cynthia, he's like... Like breathing like crazy. I almost wanted him to spin kick that bitch too. <laughs> and he just he looks back at Attila and like lets him go. And he just sits there and he's like, <clears throat> like lets out like a like just like this pussy grunt, dude. Like, <laughs> like, he just, like he gave every bit of energy he had. Mm -hmm. And he walks over to Joshua. Joshua's like telling him his goodbyes, sitting there like. Just like, you got a lot of heart, Lionheart. And like, tears are about to come out of his eyes. And he's about to, like, walk away from him. Lionheart's like, 
and then just hugs them like the biggest bro hug dude it brings it to yeah. my eye every time and cynthia gets hers too because she's like walking out and you can hear on like the little fucking radio and it's like that bitch has like unpaid parking tickets or something like don't let that bitch go anywhere <laughs> like and i'm like yeah fuck her too and then the emotion of the legion he decided to go back and then they like they're like get out and he runs back over that hill and what an underrated score Lionheart. Had. oh yeah when that, when that shit plays and it like echoes and kind of like fades and they're all just like embracing each other dude mm, every yeah. time dude, i gotta be honest your excitement perfection. in in your plot delivery right there has me really wanting to go rewatch Lionheart. i'm not gonna lie like, yeah. i'm telling you wow it's wow, amazing. don't forget the line you forgot the line brandon what's the line what line yeah, that's what he does. He's he's crazy. He's like, this dude's gonna kill your ass. Don't you know that? And as he's like limping over there, and when he does the jump kick, that's what Joshua screams. He's like, Lion And then he like his eyes light up. Oh, he's yeah. turning around the fight. Holy shit, he's turning around the fight. It gets me fucking. That reminds angry. me of you know Braveheart. Freedom. Yeah, freedom. <laughs> Joshua yeah. really helped that movie too. He helped oh, make that movie. Oh my god, did he? The ever. actor that played Joshua, so good, and they had great chemistry and. Phenomenal, uh, just a dude. fantastic movie. What's scary is yeah. uh, Tong Po, Michael Kasey, who played Tong Po in Kickboxer. Oh, yes. He's one yeah. of the legionnaires. Legion guys, yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and it's uh, so weird. I say that all the time, and people are their minds blown. He doesn't look the same there. Yeah. He doesn't look the same in Bloodsport when he gets his right. leg kicked right. in. Yeah. He looks different. And then his brother is Attila. Yeah, so that's what's like scary. all these guys. <laughs> yes. <And> Attila... <laughs> And Attila, the guy that plays Attila, his brother doesn't look the same in the quest. Know, it's, the same guy. it's like, dude, what the fuck are they doing with these guys? It's just... like, I don't want to get in the I don't want to get in a bar fight with the Kasi brothers, man. Oh, the no, that's brothers, the thing. Nah. That's what, I'll go to bat with anybody. Van Damme always had the best villains, and they were like yeah. corny and he drug out the fights, but they got you into it because you're like, he's getting his ass kicked, and you love the character. He wasn't a great actor, but you love the character. So when he's getting his ass beat and he turned around the fight, every time you're like in every punch. A lot of it isn't even the choreography in fights. It's the story behind what's happening. When you can be invested in every punch and kick, Lionheart does that to perfection. I love that movie. It's a good point. It's a really good yeah. point. It's like you said, he's not the best actor, but you care about his characters almost every time he's on screen. I mean, yeah, it's not a lot of people can do that. I mean, he's you so have like rude. Arnold who does that about half the time, right? Yeah. You know, he's, he's one of those guys who's not a good actor, but half the time you're like, I can't even watch this. It's so bad. And, and then the other half of the time you get Terminator. And yeah. so you're like, you know, he's kind of a little harder to judge, but it, and so, yeah, a lot of people lump a lot of those old action stars together, but when it comes to just like lovability, you know, how much do you like their characters every time they're on screen? I think the two tops from that era are uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme and Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, and, uh, for sure. You know, and it's a lot, it says a lot for Jean-Claude Van Damme because I don't think he's a good actor, but I do think Sylvester Stallone is a good actor. So, yeah. and I'll actually the same category just because Jean-Claude yeah. makes up for it in the other, the other area. I think if I don't know if you've seen a lot of like his some of his newer stuff, like the ones where he actually tried and weren't straight to the bargain bin. I think a lot of his bad acting was more of like he just could barely speak English. So like as he got like where he had to it's like, almost like act, a dubbing. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you're sitting there, like, I don't care, dude. Like that's one of my favorite scenes of all time, too, in Bloodsport when he blinds him and he's doing the like <sighs> like that scream yes. and he lets out that roar that <sighs> and he like has like a cry almost. And he like that's great acting to me, like in that scene. Yeah, well, Van I think Damme, a, yeah. I mean, Van Damme actually is a lot better actor now. 
like legit. Yeah, he can actually act now, especially if you watch him in. Sure. If you've seen him in JCVD, that's what I was about to Van say. Van Dam has actually grown as a better. As a this better is actor. a. I believe that too. Quote. I believe yeah, for sure. A legit quote on this: that year that that happened, somebody said, "Don't give this man a black belt; give him an Oscar." And yeah. the only he was second in some type of voting for best actor of the year next to only Heath Ledger. And that was one of the best performances in The wow. Dark Knight. So, like, he, if Heath Ledger didn't exist that year, he would have won, like, a best acting credit on I something. need to go back and look into that and watch that again. And, and Because you're right. I'm starting to remember a lot of that hype around uh, around him around that time. But, yeah. like, and the like Heath Ledger just overshadowed everything. Man. But, yeah. Wow, yeah, like you're in right. Terms I need of to respect, go back and look into that. People respect is, him a lot more now as an actor now. It's I agree. Universal Soldier, yes. dude. He was playing a robot. Anytime you see, like, Watch Mojo, they're like, look at this terrible acting. Like, we know he's not the best actor. And they take, like, a clip from Universal Soldier. He's playing a robot. And he's like, I am confused. It's like, of course, it's a wooden delivery. He's playing a fucking He's a robot. robot. Yeah, he has no emotions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's reanimated. I've got that on DVD. <laughs> he's come Universal back from the dead. Yeah, you can't look at it that way. He's a good actor. When he's gotten his chances, he's actually proved himself. I just yeah. watched Universal Soldier the other day with uh, with his uh, commentary. And just, yeah, oh, yeah, I just love that. That's such a great movie. And what he has to say, when you really get to – and I, Scott Atkins is the same way. You know, a lot of times yeah. when you watch their performances, it can be mixed. A lot of people are yeah. like, that's a bad acting performance. Whereas other people, a lot of people like us, are like, you know, you pay attention to the acting performance, but it's more so about – what the story yeah. is about is it about action then that's the main focus right action yeah. and right. so you know scott atkins you watch these people break these movies down and stuff and and john claude van damme and you start to really see how much like actual creativity or what the word genius i guess how much genius yeah. actually goes into what they do as opposed to what some of like the oscar winning hollywood fluff does and it's you know and how much more work they put into it and it really gives you a better appreciation but uh I, you know i'm sorry samurai we've kept you from number one for a while oh so. no no <laughs> no 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 got off a, good i think number we're all one Claude fans we got off a, a little bit there <laughs> oh yeah i'll take oh, no, any chance good. number hey, one number heart, one right? pick for the samurai guy the next karate kid baby oh yeah really oh okay. yeah no i'm just i'm just bunched. i was like i gotta disagree on this one <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> but, uh, brandon's ready to fight it's your list dog <laughs> I would have sold the shit out of it. I was waiting for you to go on Yeah, I was waiting for you to go on just a tear. Like Hillary Swank just gets a bad. I'm like, this definitely ain't her million dollar baby, dude. But if this is your million million dollar baby was her. I'm sorry for what I did back in the 90s. Oh yeah. Beating up no, no, you know, samurai got it. Samurai got jokes, you know. Of course. You know All yeah. right. So speaking of Stallone, what? I thought that's who was on your shirt. What? I was going to ask you to stand up since you made me do it. <laughs> well, I'm not oh, wearing yeah. any underwear, so I can't, yeah, don't can't do, do that, that. then. Let's not, <laughs> let's not air that out. Turn the video back allowed. <laughs> All right, so a movie trailer came on TV one day, and I said, "What the fuck is this?" And I, I watched it and I was like, because I'm a huge fan of the franchise. And I watched it and I was like, this is fucking embarrassing. Like I was embarrassed as if I made the fucking movie. Yeah. Oh, God. I was there. embarrassed. I was like, Jesus Christ, are you fucking kidding me right now? And I was so embarrassed 
And I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed as a fan. I was embarrassed for him. I was really embarrassed. And there was a double feature at my movie theater. And it was Cloverfield and this other movie. And I was like, all right, it's double feature day. Fuck it. Um, I'm bored. I'm not doing nothing. I'll go check it out. So regretting every step I took towards the movie theater <laughs> and buying the ticket and going in and sitting down to watch the fourth Rambo movie. Oh, yeah. I sat there and I was like, here we go. Here we go. Jesus Christ. And I was in the theater with five other dudes. And that was it. Because <laughs> nobody yeah. else Sounds is going to see right. a Rambo Sounds movie. Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Right? No one else is going to see a Rambo flick. Right. right. Uh, except, you said, you know, us badasses that support just real action. on them glory years. Like, just hoping. And I sat oh, there. <laughs> and I watched the movie. And the trailer, if you go back and watch the early trailer for Rambo 4, it's to. fucking terrible. It's fucking horrible. I didn't catch the Red Band release of the trailer that came later. Probably this was the year. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see any of that shit. So I was just like, oh, God, he's running around with a bad fake wig. This is really, he's old as fuck. This is embarrassing. <laughs> I went there, sat down, and was completely blown away and satisfied uh, from what I saw. And out of all the movies, <laughs> the fourth movie became my favorite film. In the franchise, yes! I couldn't believe it. Me too. I Me couldn't too. believe it, and I like I all go of there. Them. I like all of them. I even like parts of Last Blood, but I mean, like I, I said, like parts. Me too. I like Last Blood. I, I I just couldn't believe how well the movie made you hate the villains. Oh man, I was so satisfied because there's people. Like, it's fucking reality. Savage people yeah. like shows that. the savagery of that, yeah. and I could yes, tossing babies savage. in the fire and shit. Yes, yes, <laughs> and, I, and, and oh, more. Yeah, and and I love the Kill line him. when Ram Rambo, the, the the real American hero, when he says "fuck the world," I was yes. like, "Holy shit!" Action Did heroes have just turned, that? baby. <laughs> right, and they put that dark people, spin on the old action yeah. heroes. And and another and and for a long time, I always if I said like fanfic, I was like, if they're ever gonna make another Rambo movie, I want him to be with a group of dudes. I want a team with him. I don't want just him killing a billion people by himself. I want a group of you know. And this movie answered that. You know, gave me that. He you got a couple. Some, you got at least a couple other people helping. Yeah, him. he yeah, fought with the mercenaries. The yeah, I love it. And and the and the people that were going out there to help the, the you know bring food and 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 you know the help the the you know the those that are sick and all that heal the sick. Yeah. I love it when they when those peaceful people are like yes. fuck you. I am stabbing you to death. Yeah, because it's fucking crazy. When evil is that evil and it's in your face and you have no other choice but to fight back, those kind of movies give me that adrenaline rush yes. in the theater. Oh, yeah. And oh, I'm like, baby, fucking yeah. kill everyone. The one yes. guy that was like, oh, what are we going to do? When he was stabbing dudes by the end, I was like, fuck yeah. Pulling out throats. I, and the, the, violence, <laughs> the violence, I was like, oh. Thank you. Because a yes. lot of, uh, let's be honest here, a lot of R-rated action movies that came out around that time, they felt like PG-13s. They felt yes. like soft R's. Yep. You know, not all of them. 
It's kind of like the it followed like the screen. Screen, yeah. When the screen era was like it was right, it was rated R, but it like didn't really reach. And since it was commercial successes, it seemed like every like right hardcore movie after that was like dedicated towards the teenage audience. Right, oh, dude, right. And just the fifty cal gun, point blank range, Cut and just jibs app. everywhere. Cuts the guy's belly, rips out the intestines. Rips out somebody's throat, road, road. I almost said road rash. <laughs> road style, style baby. <laughs> I was so satisfied and blown away by the end of the movie. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't I believe agree. it. I went home in shock of how fucking badass balls to the wall. Yeah. And showing why we love the Rambo character so much. Because even though he said fuck the world, which he kind of did in Rambo 3 a little. Mm-hmm. He still was like, "Fuck, I gotta help these people out, man." Yeah, he kind of returned to the so roots of the original a bit too, all with that gore. And uh, just to yes. show, just to show why this is one of my picks. Give me one second. Yeah, absolutely. While you're looking for that, I'll say this: uh, I have. When you were telling that story, mine is almost the exact, exact, exact same story. I went into Rambo Four thinking this is not going to be good, but I'll see it. It, you know, same story, like you said. And then I walked out of there thinking it was my second best Ram- favorite Ma- Rambo movie behind the original. And then over time, now, if you take out, I, it's so hard to beat First Blood, though, especially with the emotion. Yeah, that's still my that, favorite. When he's like, and I, I can't find your legs. It's never over. I can't get him off me. <laughs> Nothing know, is over. Nothing. Yeah. Just can't turn it off. performance in that one. And, yeah, and as an overall like movie, said, it's great. Yeah, and you've got to, they change it up, you know, in the fourth one, it's like you said, he's like, cut off that emotion, he's like, fuck the world, I don't care about that stuff, I care about saving people, but like, emotion's not a part of it, you know, it's just a part about getting rid of the evil, and so they kind of switched character, but it's also like Brandon said, they did bring it back in in, in terms of the gore, like when he was getting those people out in the woods and stuff, and I mean, yeah, man, it was gory and amped up, like two and three, (laughs) but the thing is, even though it was doing that, two and three, People forget what the first one was. The second and third one kind of became what people thought of the franchise was all right. out action. Yes. The first one is more about a character that's suffering from PTSD. Yeah. Exactly. He's not even killing people. The fourth one, while it amps up the action, is more gory. He's not in line as being just this flat out action hero. He actually feels like he's kind of dove back into those roots. He's killing because he has to, but it's more in line with the first one into the PTSD. Like, I'm trying to give this up. I don't want any parts of this. Like, I mean, he did that to a degree in two and three, but those just felt like flat out action movies that blended in with the time. This one had at least like, it had a little element of that, which I appreciated, which kind of brought it back to the first and all while still amping up the gore. So I can see how people love it. More than the other ones, but the first one will always be my favorite. Well, Actually, it's like, I think first blood is it's a classic. It's so good, it's but it's yeah. like Samurai said. Uh, it, in terms of the movie, where it comes down to like, uh, you know, in the uh, how much you hate the bad guys, like 100%. you hate the bad guys yeah. so much in Rainbow Four, they and in it. First Blood, you hate the bad these cops. They're assholes, man. You know, they're just the worst people. Yeah. And, and I then, think, but then yeah, in second and three, you kind of begin to wonder, like. Is he killing just to kill? Like, what's going on? Is he really the good guy? But it's so it really matters if you hate the bad guy, love the good guy, and have great action. And the first and fourth are really the only two that deliver on those two aspects. So in in general, it's not the best franchise in the world. You got one, four, 
that are great movies. Two and three are okay if you want to consider them like low budget B action movies or something like that. Well, for, want... well, the second one was my favorite actually in the franchise. Really, <laughs> mine yeah. at first too when I was younger. Until the fourth one came See, out. I couldn't, I couldn't buy into the <laughs> second one, I, but like, I did like Last Blood. But I felt like it was a way more modern and older Rambo, which it should be. So I can yeah. see how it doesn't appeal to the older fans. But I felt like as a age and progression and development of a character, it was a perfect movie. Yeah, I love the first four like the fifth. Yeah, the That's fifth one, I the last 30 it. minutes saved that movie. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, it was fantastic. The last 30 <laughs> minutes are amazing. <laughs> but like the Rocky franchise, like the Rocky franchise, the first one will always be the Academy yeah. Award winning from beginning to end will always be, it will go down in history as one of the greatest movies of all time. And I yeah. love the first one. Yeah. But my personal favorite Rocky is four. Rocky 3, actually. actually That's mine. Three. No yeah. way. Mr. Yeah, near the bottom of my Rocky list, but I still love it. I like love Rocky franchise. Four. <laughs> I love Rocky Four. Don't get me wrong, but Rocky Three, dude, that's like, oh, the shit just got real. Like, yes. you never had a villain talking talking shit to Adrian, like, and and Mick. He's like, hey, woman, yeah. I bet you, I bet you go to bed every night dreaming you really had a, you you sleep with yeah. a real man. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> basically what got in that movie, dude. Yeah, Mr. that's T basically. Yeah, that's basically what got what got Mick to have his heart attack too, because yeah. it was in the middle yeah. of Mick trying to break yeah. everything up. Rocky three got real, bro, and yeah, he fails. Did. He fails, you know. But I, I guess, think yeah. I think what makes us like Rambo. Back to Rambo now. Yeah, the character is, is a broken hero. Broken mm. heroes are always more interesting. When yeah. when you have a hero that's pr completely perfect in every way and can do everything perfect. It might be fun to watch him kill a whole bunch of people in terms of pure entertainment, but being drawn to heroes that are going through shit and trying to overcome shit, you know, internally and stuff like that. That's why we root for these guys. Yeah. And it's like you said, I mean, when you look at the best heroes in history, you look at Batman, you know, watch his parents die in front of him. You watch Spider-Man, the uncle Ben and his Wolverine, parents and yeah. Wolverine. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I mean, all these people have to go through something to make you feel sorry for them and they have to have something to overcome and a bad guy you despise. And you're right. Rambo Ford has graded all those things. Yeah. So before we go to you, Flix, no doubt. Uh, the, another reason why I chose this and all these movies I mentioned today, you never know. I might do my own. I might have them on my, is it really that bad or underrated series on my own channel later? We'll see what happens. Yeah. I might do. I might do that. Rambo right now on Rotten Tomatoes critics out of a hundred percent, 37%. I was three percent. Four yeah, Rambo like four. Yeah, yeah man. it's under. What's the IMDb on that? And that's why I was just like, dude, fuck these people. <laughs> they have no yeah, idea. Yeah, that's yeah. They don't understand the genre. So if you don't understand the genre, fuck off. The first one's the only one with a positive rating, to my well, you, knowledge. The fifth one got kind of it was like a thirty something as well. Yeah, yeah, they don't understand the genre. Look at the yeah, IMDb did a whole scores is what I do because even though it is skewed by critics heavily, heavily for it, and I have a whole other story about that that if we have time to at the very end, I'll get to because it's actually really interesting. I think you both like it, but um, it, it has. What it makes me smile a, though? Hold no. that. Hold, hold the thought, flicks. What makes me smile though is that audience score is sixty nine percent. There you that go. That actually makes me. And smile. And that's what I was going to say. The, because the that IMDb means over time. Yeah. yeah, over time, people are more people are liking yes. Rambo Four now, which is good. Yeah, yeah, I agree exactly. Uh, exactly, what I was gonna say it has a seven on IMDb, so over time, it's kind of pushed its way up. I remember it being lower than that a couple of years ago. So, all right, let's get to number one for me, which I fuck have to the world. relate to. Yeah, fuck the world. 
mm-hmm. Brandon, uh, your number one pick, you said, is it the best movie ever? Hell no. And I have yeah. to agree with this. This is not what I would consider a great movie, uh, but I would consider it highly underrated. It's got very average scores. Since we're talking about scores, I haven't pulled up. 6.1 on IMDb, 71 on Rotten Tomatoes, 52 on Metacritic. So it's a Jim little Carter. Bit... <laughs> yes. No. Is wow. It, it's, no. it's Jim Carter, right? <laughs> <laughs> And the prize. No, it's, a, it's actually a movie. It has Keanu Reeves, Tiger Chin, Eco ah, Uwe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's called The Man of Tai Chi. And it's from 2013. And it's a Chinese-American production. And this movie has some really bad acting, in my opinion, even from actors <laughs> that are some of my favorites of all time. Uh, Keanu Reeves yeah. does not put on a great performance here, but he's still Keanu. He still has the screen presence, so it still yeah. works. And then you've got uh, Tiger Chen, who's playing this performance here and does struggle at times to be believable because of that. There's nothing wrong with that. Just there, you know, he's naturally speaks a different language so that's going to happen yeah but when it comes down to action and the simplicity of the story that's why i really like it i did think they added a couple things into the story that they didn't need to that took away from it a little bit like the whole dojo aspect of it i felt like they could have kind of done away with that made a little too convoluted yeah but in terms of just being a fight ring movie uh if they would have done away with just a couple of the other extra things this is really fun to watch Uh, fight scenes they start at the beginning and yeah they do get kind of spread out especially more so as the movie goes on the story progresses the fights start to spread out which was another little thing that bothered me but just the fights in general and the storyline and watching tiger chin's character uh develop really good character development in the movie it was a great watch man uh I, i think i watched it on prime i don't remember what streaming service uh, I had through Prime at the time. Oh, it's free on, if you just have Prime Video and free on Pluto and free on Tubi. But it's definitely one that I think when it came out, I had never heard of it. And I'm surprised because I followed Keanu since Matrix and I still, and, and Tiger, yeah. you know, since early in his career. And I still hadn't heard of this movie. So that tells me how underrated it is. Uh, like I said, kind of mixed reviews, but mostly positive. Definitely check out Man of Tai Chi. Yeah. yeah it's, and- it's for It's for fans that like, martial arts movies yes if you yeah. do not like martial arts movies and you just look at them as oh they're just it's the choppity sake chop sake stuff yeah. i'm not really into that and i gotta feel it don't bother watching this okay yeah. but if you're a fan of martial arts movies there's there, this is a good pick it's a great pick flicks it's got some, it, it's got some it. man vibes in terms of yeah. the kind of different styles of martial arts versus each other yeah. uh not being maybe the main storyline but being the main storyline on his morals and how principled he needs to become in his martial arts before he can perfect it and i think that's the right. basis of just about every great martial arts movie is yeah. you've got yeah. this character who is good at martial arts but he's flawed until he can beat the villain he has to find that enters in and right. you know discover himself and yeah it's just a, it's another great interpretation of that old you know, story format. Yeah. And if you think about it, Keanu Reeves has never directed before. He's never directed fight sequences before. Yes. This is pretty impressive debut. Think about it that way. And, you know, and he's giving, he's showing some love to his martial arts teacher, you know, Tiger Chan for the Matrix movie. So it was kind of cool. So, you know, I actually like, I actually like, I know everyone's different, but I actually like Keanu Reeves' over the top villainry chewing the scenery performance i actually like it because it was kind of like he was getting he was like he was getting turned on (laughs) 
yeah, yeah. The more violent tiger chin was taking dudes out and he's just sitting there like ah, are you like getting into it See, i and love, like I love chin, that giving him ground and pound and he's like smiling like he's enjoying it i i thought it was fun i thought it was yeah, great it was and i don't think i couldn't see anybody else in that role because of like you said because of the history of him and tiger and how awesome that is that he got to work with him again and it, you know like you said show love to him, make him the main character in his first movie fantastic yeah. but it was uh i have one it, complaint yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. One complaint. Great pick, but the movie, this one part, I think you know what I'm going to say. Always a but. It gave me blue balls because I was mm. screaming like a little fangirl when Iko Uwes walked in and they yes. were going to fight. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> he's he on the build cast. He's number three like, on the build cast. I was like, oh, shit. Iko Uwes is in this movie. Oh, my God. It's going to be, oh, all right. Nope. All right. <laughs> It's okay. Storyline wise and his character, it makes sense why yeah. he didn't do it. It's fine. But, but know, why did the... they use Eco for that role? I know. Of one of the earlier roles <laughs> when he was fucking dudes up. They had to wait and save him until he decided, I don't want to fight anybody anymore. Like, no, bring Eco in earlier and bring some scrub in for that scene. <laughs> well, Eco was on the set visiting or something. They're like, hey, yeah, let's throw exactly. him in the movie. Yeah. You no got way they for the would, main no way event, he auditioned dude. for this role. There's, I, I would almost bet what you my life earnings he didn't audition for this, <laughs> that he was just like, ask, would you come stand in this movie for us? And he felt yeah. more important, his, him, his, you know, his, his seeing him in the movie coming out, and you're like, oh, shit, it's about to go down. It was more, if his presence felt more important in this movie than fucking Snake Eyes. Oh, shit, I, was I said about it. to bring that up. Oh, I said it. I don't care. <laughs> Like, I agree. You got fucking Eco. Make him fucking snake eyes. Shit. You know, Eco's got one of those uh, natural talents of he's one of those other guys that is just straight up acting performances, though they're good. And I would say they're better than a lot of the people who are strictly martial artists like he is. They're yeah. still martial artists inspired that he has to be in a role where he's doing, you know, crazy stunts and stuff. But his on screen presence, just like, I don't know if it's a certain thing about the human anatomy or space or something, but just the way he's able to be on screen. It's that it, it factor, man. You can't it quantify factor. it. People, you got it. it or you don't. Eco's got it, man. Every time he's on screen, I'm like this, no matter what's going on. So I loved seeing him in it, but exactly like you said. It's that's like, what's ah, missing. God, come on. Yeah, that's what's missing in today's action genre, like the Stallones, Van Damme, Schwarzeneggers. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about the acting. It wasn't about anything. It didn't matter about what the plot of the movie was. It was, oh, here's this big build guy. That's all I need because yeah. he has it. Whatever it the is, screen it doesn't presence. matter what it's about, he's got the it factor. Screen presence, Everybody yeah. now, exactly. has just, they just don't have it on that level. And well, Eco like definitely movies, yeah. has it. Yeah, the Marvel movies, you know, they tried to bring out the next, you know, genre of, or next generation of action heroes. Uh, yeah. And they did a really good job of making the characters, but they didn't do a great job of making these actors action heroes like yeah a lot of these guys could still go play any role which it might be speaking to their acting ability too I'm, I'm i don't know but like yeah i could see chris evans in anything and i'm not going to say that's captain america you know but if i can yeah. i see stallone there's all sorts of roles that flash through my head i'm like that's rocky that's rambo yeah. you know and a lot of those performances really stand out and how good not just the action was but their on-screen presence and like you said these people today have good acting abilities and good characters but the on-screen presence just doesn't quite match up. And I don't know what you do to no, fix that. Not 90% of the time. Or it's just like one role and they can't do it. Even in like those guys, like bad movies, they were still powerful, like in their own weird way. Like you just wanted to follow them for whatever reason. 
Yeah, I will Ico, say one Marvel guy. It's called charisma. That. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and just <laughs> great word for it because the person I was going to mention, the one Marvel guy I can say that has kind of made an impact on me through his Marvel movies, not just as uh, his character, but as an actor and his on-screen presence and charisma is Robert Downey Jr. So I that's somebody that, that, yeah, somebody that can that. have that face, that has that presence that some people just don't have. But Yeah, it's weird. That's how much the it factor is a thing because I could have went down every superhero, every little thing, but my mind immediately was like Robert Downey Jr. He's like the one guy out of all those guys. Not that they're bad. Everybody loves Captain America. Everybody loves all these characters, but there's something to that. It's like a natural, just whatever, pizzazz, whatever fucking word you want to use, dude. The it factor. They like got you said it. earlier, Brendan. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm just trying to space it out and use different words. Like you, you were bringing something else into the category, <laughs> but that's exactly... <laughs> what it is man but yeah like you were saying man tai chi i was kind of going to touch on that but you already did so there's no reason to beat a dead horse i'm just going to say it's just really cool to watch the evolution of keanu reeves and tiger chin's relationship like even going back and seeing like man tai chi and not even realizing like that was tiger chin like fighting and like matrix reloaded when he's like in that hallway and they're not hallway it's like that that little like mansion type house yeah he's in the white suit because he's got like the longer hair and shades on and who how would i have even known who that was at the time and just what even now like john wick three you could almost miss him because he's at the beginning and that my john wick three to me is like a step down from like one and two but that opening fight scene and that knife shop where they're chucking like that whole thing is fucking epic so oh yeah Watching Tiger Chin along every step of the way, it's always it's been interesting to watch their relationship grow and the way they've always kind of like fed each other, man. They just give back, give back, give back. Because Tiger said like Keanu when he was working with him at first, he was like stiff as a fucking board, couldn't do anything. And then by two, he was throwing like high kicks and everything else. So he just works his ass off. And you hear about yeah, that you all can the time. tell because he's still but stiff man. as hell. He's still yeah. stiff as hell, but he can do this stuff because well, he works hard. Well, yeah, but now it's like he's older, so he can't do as much. But I'm talking like Matrix 2 time. Like, he got like a little more nimble, you know what That's I mean? That's true. Yeah. And they limber. wanted him to be that kind of person that looked kind of stiff and keep his head still because he was supposed to look almost like it was automatic. Yeah. Like he's not doing it. It's just, the, you know, his programming. And so, yeah, I get that too. But, he's got yeah, but he was, he, was a, he was a lot more fluid in his movements yeah. and uh, reloaded. He yeah. was, So he, he did show improvement, definitely. And this 100%. is the one story I wanted to share before we got out of here, uh, because we were talking about ratings and IMDb and Rotten up and stuff. And this is a movie is that there... a lot of people uh, like and love, and that's fine either way. But uh, I had a problem with the way it was marketed. And so when the new Candyman came out, oh yeah, I was trying to decide what movie I was going to go see that opening weekend. I was, and it was pretty much going to be Candyman. But when, and maybe I shouldn't have done this, but maybe I'm kind of glad I did now that I figured it all out. But And so I Googled it along with the other movies I wanted to see. Noticed it had like an 8.1 on IMDb at the time. I was like, that's awesome. I'll check it out. So doing a little more research than a lot of people do, I clicked underneath where it says 8.1 and it says IMDb. The IMDb is a link. So I clicked it and it took me to a Candyman movie that was animated. I picked up uh, on this too. from like 94 and I was like the heck and it had like an 8.4 and I was like that's not right so I went back well anyway long story short started checking it out well if you the only way to figure out at least it's it's fixed now but when if you yeah. wanted to figure out the true Candyman IMDb score you had to go to imdb.com and search it from there and you found out it had a 6.2 and yeah. that's not a mistake 
you know, that's not a mistake. Yeah. That's a marketing tool. And I had an issue with that. And so just, I guess the main story or the main moral I could take from that is just don't, if you're going to see a new movie, don't even look at the reviews. If you like the trailer, if you like the plot, the synopsis, mm -hmm. the actors, the director, whatever it is you like about this movie, the genre, go see it, go see the movie. If you don't like it, you don't like it, but don't trust movies, especially when they're no. new. But like Rambo 4 reminded me of that because it's been out for several years. You're starting to see a more accurate representation of what it actually should be rated. So just yeah. keep that in mind. Moving forward, that's to the viewers, not y'all. I'm y'all Or trust <laughs> us. Trust us over the critics. Yes, yeah, definitely. Well, I can tell you, I'm not saying so that. I am not saying trust me over the critics, but I will say I that I will not lie. I will there you say go. Yeah. I won't yeah. lie. Like you might disagree with me completely, yeah. but I'm not gonna lie about At it. At least you if get an like honest movie, opinion. Oh yeah. Definitely right. have no filter over here. No right. shilling over here. Yeah, me and yeah. exactly me and Brandon have disagreed over a movie recently, Black Widow. Uh, but that yeah. Snake Eyes is the greatest movie of all time. There you <laughs> go. You, <laughs> you shill. How yeah. dare you? We're completely on different ends of the spectrum. Fucking Black Widow somehow, some way is like maybe like my favorite Marvel movie between like four other Marvel movies, and he's just like Good yeah, God, this I, did, I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand <laughs> yeah. it. I did like Shang Chi. Here, like best of the year. Like I'm just loving every <laughs> second of it. Like the, See, I, I felt like, like Shang Chi was like that for me. It was kind of. I can't wait to watch that. I still fucking haven't. That has and I won't give any spoilers at all. I won't give any spoilers. Yeah. All I'll say is my only complaint. Literally, probably my only complaint of the whole movie. And like I said, no spoilers, so I'm not giving anything away. But uh, there is more usage toward as you go along through the movie of more and more and more CGI. Yeah. And I'm not a big fan of the way yeah, Disney and Marvel does their though. CGI. Yeah. I don't think it looks that good. I think that CGI I looks agree. better in the mid-2000s than it does now. And and it takes me sometimes. out of the film sometimes. And that's what yeah. Black Widow did for me a lot. You know, so much of the action, it just changes to these uh, GTA 5 characters. And I'm like, ah, oh, come on. Yeah. I mean, I can see it, man. Different strokes for different folks. Absolutely. Have seen, have I want seen everybody to enjoy every movie though? they can. Have y'all seen Malignant? Yes, no, I have. But, okay. Did you hate he it? He did a spoiler review on He just did a spoiler <laughs> review on it on his channel like yesterday or the day before, oh. right? Put it, I, all I, all I, uh, well, you haven't seen it yet, Brandon, so I won't spoil it. I haven't all, seen it either. All I'll I've say. seen it. Oh, you've seen it. Well, no, no, I haven't seen it. I have a feeling it. you're going to be the complete it. opposite the way you're sounding. That was my favorite movie of the year. Oh, there you go. That I hated Black Widow too also. Okay. Brandon, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, hey, it's kidding. fun. We can agree to disagree and still be homies. It's all good. Absolutely. I'm out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I don't know who the fuck you I just met you. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us today, guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs> anyway, like, no, 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 fuck this. Yeah. There's gonna be tons of yeah, videos. So like Anti-samurai guy videos on Brandon's channel now. Yeah, he's gonna be, same guy sucks. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, you're just gonna every comment okay. section like, do not listen to this man. I understand. All I'll say, I don't, I won't ruin it for flicks. All, all, all I'll say is, I understand and I get why people like Malignant. There's things about Malignant <laughs> that I did like. Yeah, I did like. I think uh, uh, Louis Lecca from Nerd Report said it perfectly. He said that this generation has their new horror icon. Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. Um, all I'll say is I feel bad. I feel really bad that I don't love it. That's all really? I'll say. <laughs> yeah, I'm the opposite. I because was like... this kind of movie, 
samurai guy that's what surprised me i got a gut feeling from just talking to you over the course of this i was like watch him like for me it was like they threw everything at the wall and like everything worked like i've been so burnt which works for some people yeah that's what i heard i heard it's a little bit of everything yeah it's like three genres in one movie yeah it's like one layer here one layer here one layer here one layer here you may love it man don't don't listen to me uh, i was burnt the the fuck out dude for like i'm a huge slasher movie fan and i've been burnt the fuck out for so long on like every month we get like ooh new creepy ghost story even like the good ones with fucking wan mind you like conjuring like i don't even get into those ones as much as other people i'm like oh yeah it's a better version of the shitty movie we've got a million times can we please <laughs> finally switch yes. back to like the slasher genre or do something or new, even before like that, bring something different elements yeah. and yeah. this movie came in and like beat me over the head in like every direction had a fucking balls of the Flicks, wall you'll like it. it was you'll just like, like what finally something new and fresh and like i saw a lot of people like me maybe not quite the level i am because i fucking adore this movie but like a bunch of people are like dude it was god awful i'm like y'all are killing me right now do not ruin this ah, because brandon, i'm craving think, new I, shit like brandon this. i i think you're in the majority man don't worry about it <laughs> uh, it's kinda, it seems it seems more positive than negative at least but i do want to since we talked about that movie i want to mention one more thing before we get off here and we'll probably close out with this is yeah. uh, this was six hour stream man yeah, oh yeah I'm like if i could just say one thing if i could just say one thing <laughs> say whatever right you want in. sir Whatever yeah, you want. No, no. You're good. You're good. <laughs> I, I was just joking around. Like every every time somebody gets done, like I got one more, just one more right I here. Know. Me, me right here. Well, these conversations here, here. get quick, fun, quick. you know. It's hard to find people that you know talk movies like yeah. this a lot of times. It's supposed to be top five, and then you said one thing, and then it led to another thing, and I was like, well, if we're gonna talk about Black Widow, like yeah, that was my favorite. <laughs> no, my favorite is now. Have you seen Malignant? And he's like, oh, that sucked. And I'm like, Amy, y'all both think it sucks, and that leads. <laughs> it's just it's a fucking. It always happens too. Of every time wizardry every time it happens <laughs> uh but tomorrow there's a movie i'm pretty excited about uh that comes out on shutter uh vhs 94 yeah oh fuck yeah uh, okay so i haven't seen viral yet i'm gonna watch really it oh it kind of sucks yeah i know i know don't. i think it's good but not near as good as the first two we'll see i like it's like close to average but still barely one they off both, watch they both if you have, want to be annoyed yeah go ahead and watch it yeah, yeah nowhere near as good <laughs> as the first what I've two heard. that's kind of what i've heard but the first one the second one the first one uh, i watched them or rewatched them both last night and uh Dope. they both have different things i like about them so like the main story in the first one like this that's going on outside of the films i like better but i like the films in the second better movie better so i wish they kind of would have missed yeah match those up but that's a movie i'm excited about it comes out in shutter tomorrow and uh i'm probably gonna i'm it calling out. it right now timo the director of the night comes for us yeah his segment's gonna be movie. the best <gasps> he has a segment his segment's gonna be the best i'm calling it right now oh my god Fuck yeah yeah. Does not wouldn't surprise me the way that movie's filmed is so fucking. It's dope. gonna be violent. It's gonna be gory. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, if it's anything like the night comes for us. Jesus what was that movie? Christ. What was that movie, Samurai? You did a trailer reveal for it at one point. It was a uh, a zombie movie, foreign zombie movie. The sadness. Is yes. That the one with the long shot. Which one am I thinking of? There's one that's like oh. a new zombie movie coming out that has like a hour long single shot. Oh, I don't know. I'm I don't sure. know about that either. That um, sounds completely epic, though. But yeah, wow. I, I don't know the name of it. I was shooting, taking a shot in the dark. I'm like, is this it? The, no? the sadness okay, looks fucking psycho, man. When's that supposed to drop? <laughs> I don't know if I've seen this. 
or the trailer. It's more it's more crazy people. I thought it was zombie, but it looks like it's more crazy. It looks people like going the crazies, nuts. You're right. Yeah, like, literally like the crazies. Yeah. But like <laughs> crank to a hundred, man. It's like yeah, oh, but just shit. like the red band trailer is ridiculous. Insane, Look up the red dude. band trailer for the sadness 2021. It's crazy. It's insane, yeah, man. I gotta check that out. But anyway, I don't hey, think I've seen it, guys. I really do appreciate it. Uh, samurai guy, the that fat samurai guy. Uh, and Brandon from Box Office Banter. We're going to have yes. to get Tyler and Rodney and some of the other crew on yes, here sometime Tyler, too. Rodney, Josh. Got to get them on here. That's man. right. Subscribe to Box Just Office Banter. Son. Do it. That's and right. That support guy. Brandon. Support the podcast. That's right. No Box Office Banter and Flicks and Snacks and Nicks and Knacks is on the rise, baby. That's right. You subscribe to Flicks as well. You can... You can subscribe to me if you want. Do but it. these guys, Don't listen these to guys this, man. know their Too shit. Humble. Subscribe. No. Samurai guy, uh, once again, hey, if you ever need anybody extra on one of your little shows, I'd love to participate. Brandon, same with you. And uh, I'll yeah. have you both on again if y'all love to at some point. But I really oh, appreciate yeah. it. This has been the top five most underrated or unappreciated action slash movies that martial arts movie lovers are going to like. So I'll figure out how to title that sometime in the next year or two. But Hell yeah. So in two years, this will come out? It's, it's going to be, yeah. It's going to take some thinking. I can't fucking wait. Literally, it's going to be a long time. Not it's it's going to be a long video, too. <laughs> Good. Oh, yeah, I don't it's even fun. know how long we've been recording. Thank God for I don't either. giving us that like extra whatever because we're Dude, so yeah. cold with We would have had to make like Jesus. five different Zoom calls. <laughs> oh my god. We awesome. Well, hey guys. Hey, what, what did I tell you earlier, Flakes? I was like, oh, it's all right. 40 minutes. We'll make it short and sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I literally said that earlier. It never I do. I, I was thinking too. I was like, yeah, we could do it, but are we going to? <laughs> <laughs> it gets too was, exciting. We did in the like the, our first like three picks. Like I was trying to do like 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 you know, like yeah. get as many points as I can and then yeah. cut it. But then by like we got time we got to our number threes, I felt everybody else kind of do. I was like, all right, then motherfucker, this won't this what we playing. That's yeah, we're gonna we're gonna all in play. Out. I guess we're doing this. Yeah. I love our list, man. All three I do of too. us had a d- different v- variety of, of film. It's great. Great pick. I did too. We I all think, didn't yeah. say the exact same movies over and Which over is again. Perfect. Oh, yeah. I think that we need to maybe if we do this again, uh, do a horror movie list or something like that. That could be a lot of fun, mm, or maybe a specific genre of horror, like maybe <laughs> just slasher, or maybe just modern, a certain year. Or else, I don't Malignant. know. We'll figure something out. Yeah, Malignant's gonna I win. I don't everything. even know how I'd pick through all my slasher movies. Back yeah, I'm gonna watch movie. Malignant, and we're gonna two to three Samurai Guy, and then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you. I don't know if you'll like it or not. I gush. Flex will like it. Not. A, I think Brandon, we prepared him. So mm-hmm. I think if you, you're, you're not going to go in high expectations, in, you yeah. might like it. I know it's going to yeah. be a little bit convoluted, but we'll see how it goes. But anyway, guys, once again, thank you so much. This is Flick Snacks and Nick Knacks and the Fat Samurai Guy and Box Office Banter. It's Brandon. And yes, uh, we will see you next time. Peace. All right. Peace. Shout out my guys. See you Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations, we removed your 40-minute time limit for this meeting. That's what I thought it was going to say, too. Because it, it says you've upgraded. No, it just said have fun. We, we oh. removed it. So I have okay, no idea what I was, happened. Okay, they, uh, but it they was were liking like, our content. It was, it was <laughs> like, just uh, like, you know what? Go ahead. Yeah, this is, this is great shit. Let's do this. <laughs>